There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing episode 13 of season two of Resident Alien. Okay, this is getting so interesting, although at the same time, I am really surprised we are where we are. Yes. Because we kind of, oh, the baby got taken last episode, and we don't go there at all. Right. (laughs) Like, what the hell? But, hey, maybe that's just me. Yep. All right, so we have some ratings news, yes? Yes, episode 13 brought in a 0.08 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.576 million viewers, making it the 58th rated cable show for the day. That's great. Yes, no wonder we get a season three. Loving it. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I can't wait for the next season, but at the same time, it's like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I should be excited or nervous because... It's getting kind of weird. Yeah. Although, can I say, I know, initial thoughts. We had a cameo, even though we didn't see a face, but oh my God. Right. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. How did you feel when that happened? Same as you. I couldn't believe it either. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, wait, what? Am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? Okay. Well, let's talk about episode 13, shall we? All right. Harry, a parent. After losing the alien baby, Harry learns which alien race is on Earth. It's not what we expected. And when we get there, I swear this threw me completely. Right. Because I thought we seen the other race, didn't we? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, I thought that's who were shooting at the general right. on the bridge. Yes. So that's what I thought too. Yeah, head scratcher for me. And, oh, my God, when we opened, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) Because we opened with one man arriving home to find his wife cheating on him with another man. We never find out who they are exactly. No. I don't know if that's going to come into play later or not. But naturally, all hell breaks loose as the former tries to cut down the ladder with an axe while the woman pleads for him to stop. And then they all freeze on screen as the axe blade almost makes contact with the younger man's skin. Yeah, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Later, alien Harry sits on the couch in human Harry's office, delivering a monologue regarding his time in the Icewind Desert, abandoned and left to die. He devoured his siblings, of course. What? Yep. Human Harry asked. And then we have human Harry asking how that made you feel. And I'm like, what the fuck? There was a lot of WTFs happening. But instead, we see in our good doctor's office somebody else having the therapy session. It's actually Ben, who's talking about growing up without his father or absent father doesn't necessarily mean he wasn't physically there right but ben accuses harry of not listening to him well how does that make you feel yeah 
That was funny. And I love when we cut to Harry, you see him drawing a picture. And thankfully, it's not like this super arty thing. It's actually just like a stick figure, which cracked me up. and makes me wonder if that's actually Alan Tudyk, like, drawing. Yes. Like, do they just tell him, just draw something, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, we are at the sheriff's office, and Liv gives Mike a gift, and he's like, oh, my God, it's a dinosaur egg. What? Why? What? Yeah. (laughs) How do you go there? Like, yes. Buddy opens it, and it's a snow globe featuring patience. And she slips in a not-so-subtle reference to Mike and Detective Lena Torres. Hot and heavy flirting. Maybe that's her showing up in that little car to see you for a date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think Mike's having it. Nope. Listen, Mike, perhaps you should just ask her out. But Mike seems dead set on leaving patience. But he does plant a sheriff bug in Liv's ear. Not very well. No. You know, maybe one day you can be the sheriff and you can, you know, pursue that much deserved promotion after my departure. Uh, okay. You know what? Maybe she's going to do it at the next election because you're pissing everybody off right now. Right. Next thing we know, Darcy and Elliot are in the woods going for a run. And Darcy's on full preparation mode for the upcoming ski competition. But Elliot urges her to take it easy. If you recall, Darcy paid Harry a visit regarding her injured knee last week, and he prescribed her painkillers. Well, Darcy shoots down Elliot's suggestion of, you know, relaxing a little and putting snow on her injury, which cracked me up. Like, come on, ice it. That might help. But she's not happy, believing he's attempting to parent her. So he leaves in a not-so-great mood, and Darcy blurts an apology out, sort of, kind of. As he was trying to help her. And we see her decide to take another pain pill. And what else do we see? That is an empty bottle. And oh my God, that was from last week? Yeah. Okay, that's really not good. No. Later, Asa informs Harry that Ben doesn't plan on paying for today's therapy session because of how you brushed him off. And I love he's like, hey, the mayor's dull. What can you do? (laughs) Asa wonders aloud if Harry has insight into what alien race might be on the planet currently and she also checks in on her friend discovering i'm sorry also just checking in on him her friend after he discovered he's goliath well this is kind of weird i don't know what to do yeah so the alien baby is his kid and harry traveled back in time to warn himself of the imminent alien threat to earth and it's only human to be connected and wonder what's happening and harry's like i don't feel a connection to this child That's not how we are. And then we find out, okay, so Harry arrived on Earth via Portal 33 years ago, but his race hasn't harnessed Portal technology. So as far as he understands it, only two races boast the appropriate tech. The Greys, even though they remain uninterested in human doings, except for their evacuation holes. Right. (laughs) What the And one other one, and that's who Harry suspects is doing this it's the alpha draconians that are lurking on earth they can disguise themselves as humans just as harry can and apparently nostrils are an erogenous zone for them so let me file that under things i learned against my will as he sticks (laughs) his finger into asta's nose and hell of it she's like what the yeah (laughs) no no never do that again that's not a good thing no Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, Kate tries to dissuade Ben from building the resort in patience, but Ben refuses to cater to anyone's will but his own. So the couple is now locked in a marital stalemate. 
These scenes with Ben and Kate are so funny, and these two harbor excellent on-screen chemistry. We then get to see Ellen tending to Judy's numerous wounds on her hand in the clinic. She tried to bathe her hairless cat, and it didn't go well. No. <laughs> Darcy asks Ellen if the clinic can get her a new prescription for painkillers, but Ellen remarks that that was supposed to last you for a month. Yeah. And I love it. It's like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't have teeny tiny writing on there. I didn't know that. Asa runs into her BFF and the pair talk about the upcoming ski competition. And Darcy and Asa rope Harry into attending the match by telling him there will be churros. Yes. You know, I like a churro, too, but apparently Harry is really into him. Yeah. Darcy pulls our extraterrestrial doctor aside and begs him for more painkillers or a cortisone shot or both. And Harry advises against doing more pills because it can be an addiction. It's like, oh, no. Is that what's going to happen next? This yeah. is going to be bad. Mm -hmm. Or serious permanent damage. Yeah. Later, Asa rummages through some of the boxes so she can find merchandise from Darcy's previous uh, competitions, which I thought was funny. But she instead ends up finding, well, she does find her old hat, but she also finds a letter to her mother, Mary Ellen, written by Dan, concealed under a box. The photo harbors a nine-year-old Asta. Oh, I wonder if that was really her. Right. Unfortunately, the letter didn't make it to the address as the person no longer lived there. Well, at least that's what Dan tells her and what was written on the letter. Right. Dan apologizes for withholding this information from Asta and explains that he didn't want to get her hopes up. That was kind of sad. Yes. Next, Asta, Darcy, and Harry embark on the road trip to the competition, and Harry is a child. Yes. I have to pee. I'm hungry. I'm bored. Are we there yet? Yeah. I love when Asa's like, yes, here. When she gives him snacks and it's cereal. Yeah. Did she really pack him Cheerios? Mm-hmm. While Darcy's driving, Harry notices a sign for a UFO highway and urges Darcy to pull over right now because he has to urinate right now in the nearby field. Asa gets Darcy up to speed regarding the letter she found addressed to her mom while Harry makes crop circles in the field. <laughs> I didn't know that was something he can do. Yeah. As apparently one does when you're in a field along the UFO highway. Our gang gets the road trip back underway, but we do get to see the crop circle that Harry created. And he claims that they're alien emojis. And one is basically a middle finger to the alpha draconians. So take that. <laughs> you are then so our... strange, Harry. <laughs> I like, Why are you covered in grass? Yeah. Our crew then arrives at their destination and Darcy takes part in the warm-ups before the competition. She asks Harry for relief from her immense knee pain and Harry realizes a cortisone shot is essential, but it'll mask the problem, not solve it. But he does eventually do as she has bid because she might kick his ass otherwise. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh my God. So I have had these shots in my foot before I had surgery and oh my god yes very long needle very painful and she's just like all right I'm gonna do this in the knee it's totally fine now, I was cringing yes and I know we only had like what two seconds of it on screen yeah it was yeah. a lot for me I'm like oh my god yes <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has had them you know these are not not fun at all no meanwhile we have Mark Mark <laughs> Meanwhile, 
we have Mike with his father, Lewis, and we see Lewis is receiving a treatment at the clinic because apparently he's dehydrated. Well, that's not good. And Liv pops in with flowers for Lewis. Lewis learns of his son's plan to leave patients. But apparently this was supposed to be a private conversation. Uh, excuse yeah. me. You never said that. Yeah. And Lewis is like, nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> I love that. And Mike's like, well, what? What about? No, 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 just no. We then go back to the competition where Harry's telling us about the crop circles that he constructed. And one of them says, drink my tinkle, draconian douchebags. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this. I love Harry and his wearing. Yes. Next, Harry accompanies Asta to visit her biological mother, Mary Ellen, who still resides at the old address, but she didn't know. She was just trying to get some information. Well, Asta, unfortunately, is in for a rude awakening when she discovers her mom didn't give her up because she was too young or because she didn't care or couldn't care. It's basically she didn't want kids and she doesn't want them now. And this was a big ouch moment. Oh, absolutely. This just really was a crushing blow for Astra. Yeah, I'm watching this. I'm like, first of all, I didn't think that that lady seemed old enough to be Asta's mom. Mom, yeah. I'm like, okay, what's going on? But Mary Ellen just, you know, puts her foot further in her mouth when she claims that Jay isn't Asta's daughter, right? Because you gave her up. Yikes. I am trying to have a relationship with her. I just couldn't care for her. But she keeps picking up her phone and... Mary Ellen reveals she only needs a few more minutes because, uh, yeah, no, bi- no big deal. Just a couple people who had questions. Right. Okay. Ouch to an extreme with some salt on it at this yes. point. <laughs> and I loved it because Asta is seeing how different she is. And I think she sees at this point how she's so much more like her dad. Yes. Even though he wasn't her biological father. Definitely necessary because this woman sucks on every level that there is. Yes. In short, her bio mom is like 50 shades of awful. Yeah. So this really, it just hurt. So yes, I think we all wanted to just give Asta a huge hug at this point. Yes, she needed one. Yeah. As they depart, Harry tries to cheer up her friend by calling her mom poop after he tells her as a doctor. I recommend you smoke more. Yes. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. The pair proceed to rattle off different names for poop and feces. And this scene just kind of made us all giggle, I think. Yep. <laughs> and after the devastating interaction between Asa and Mary Ellen, it's kind of cathartic, you know, and a palate cleanser just to see these two, you know, just trying to make each other feel better, even yep. though Harry doesn't have feelings, you know. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> Later, so we see Darcy. Says. Yeah, right. <laughs> Later, we see Darcy kick ass in the competition, coming in first place and qualifies for the next round. And who is there to cheer her on? Elliot. And even though we didn't think he was going to show up, I thought it was really sweet. And on top of that, even though her parents weren't there, he's pointing out that her other friends are Asta, Harry, Judy, Kayla, Ben, and Kate are all there to support Darcy with the team Darcy and was it Team Bloom? Yes. So it was a really sweet moment. And that I thought was a really nice, like, balance to what we just seen. Right. It's like, okay, this is crap. This is great. You may yeah. not have family. But there you to- do have family. <laughs> yes. You have your blood family and your chosen family. 
which I thought that was like really nice to get out there. Be like, yes. After the event, everyone hangs out for booze and munchies at the resort with gorgeous views. Uh, spiked cider, anyone? I love how Kate's like, oh, here, try this, Ben. This is great. And he's like, this is nothing good. And she's like, no, it's a really expensive $8, you know, crappy cider. Right. And he's just like, oh, no, it's fine. It's probably because they had a lot of competition. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just not going to give this up. Kayla pulls Kate aside and encourages her to utilize her lawyer prowess to get Ben to cast the resort idea aside. Nothing says don't build a resort like litigation. Meanwhile, Darcy introduces Elliot to Asta and Kayla, Harry, and Judy. And guess what? The whole crew loves him. Darcy even refers to Elliot as her boyfriend. Well, that's some progress for you. Yes, it is. Then our trio drives back to Patience after a long day. Suddenly, the Jeep stops and Darcy and Asta freeze momentarily. All of the folks at the beginning of the story. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Yeah. But we don't find out right away. No. Because Mike and Liv are out in the woods and Liv shows Mike the spot where she saw the UFO. And he's like, what? Because Mike muses whether Liv's young mind might have imagined the site, but Liv assures him she knows what she saw. Yeah. The dynamic duo sit together on a tree stump, gazing at the night sky together. Well, at the diner, Darcy notices a shift in Asa's demeanor. Well, yeah, we will find out what happened in a few minutes. Yeah. Asta kind of starts sobbing, although Darcy thought it was because of Elliot. And she's like, no, he's great. I love him. It's like, oh, okay, so I shouldn't dump him. All right, what's going on then? Yeah. And Asta explains that she met her biological mother and she is a piece of crap. Yeah. Next, we get to see what happened during the brief time where everything was frozen. Harry exited the Jeep, spotting a bright light hovering in the sky. A beam of white hot light appears and an alien exits the spacecraft. It's one of the greys, voiced by none other than Joy Takei. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> because we even get the oh my. Yes. It was so perfect. <laughs> I could not stop giggling. No, that was so awesome. I love George Takei. Yeah. The Grey reveals that his race has taken an interest in humans, not the Alpha Draconians. And he threatens Harry, ordering him to steer clear of the Grey's takeover of Earth, lest he and his loved ones suffer for his actions. Well, we don't know what's happening because we kind of know somebody's going to suffer for some actions anyway. Yeah. After the vessel departs, um, <laughs> and not before uh, we hear George Takei saying, I'm freezing my Grey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't even say uh, I'll say it nicer. My ass off. But that's not what it was. And he had a little no. bubble butt, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but he returns to the Jeep and Asa and Darcy unfreeze. And they're about to continue down the road when the cheater dude from earlier runs in front of the Jeep. And I love it. She's like, wait, uh, was he naked? Yeah. <laughs> Next thing we know, we see the husband hot on his heels, axe still in hand. And the wife's like, please stop. I can't believe the show got the George Takei. I mean, honestly. Yes. Hopefully we'll hear more from him in the next few episodes. Let's hope so. Harry, a parent, finally gives us answers regarding the mysterious alien race on Earth. Does it, though? I mean, I'm still confused because we right. know we've seen the Draconians. So so does this mean Joseph Enver Golkaj's character was one of the Greys and not one of the Alpha Draconians? Because I'm really confused. Yes, I am, too, because I did not think he was a Grey at all. 
No, I still think it was one of the draconians. Maybe it's something happens because of multiple species being on the planet now. Could be. I only have like a million questions. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll get them in the next few episodes, but probably not. That's why we have another season coming. Yep. <laughs> well, oh we'd God. love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us as we're just about the only resident alien podcast out there. Tell your friends, and we do hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcast. You can find all of our information over at www.fangirlzone.com. We have a contacts page with all the ways to get a hold of us. We have our podcast page with all of our different podcasts. And... We're all over social media, so check us out. Let us know your thoughts. We want to know how you feel about everything because this is crazy. And going into the next season, I'm telling you, I want more more George Takei. I don't yes. know about you. Yes, absolutely. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk. I'm Steve. Shut up. You love this shit. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And until next time. Bye, baby.